0: Thank you, Father. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. As we come into your word, we pray that you will speak into our lives. We pray that the life that is in God's word will be imparted into each and every one of us, Lord. Bringing a vibrant life in us, Father. Thank you, Father. We pray that you will release grace and anointing in this place that will make the proclamation of God's word effective. Every resistance To the preaching of God's word. Every critical spirit, we bind you in the name of Jesus. We take victory in the house. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your angels that surround us. In Jesus' name we pray. Please be seated. Thank you. We continue with our theme, You Got Health. So we have been pondering from God's word and we have been seeing how the words of Jesus that we have a helper available for us, aiding us, enabling us to live the kind of life that God has called us to do. And so in the process, we have come to that place as we were pondering the fruit of the spirit. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus said, abide in me. And let my words abide in you. How many of you know that we have been called to produce? We have been called to produce. Christian life is a fruitful life. Christian life is an abundance of life. Christian life is a life that is supposed to flow. Praise God. An overflowing life. A life bubbling with joy, praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. And Paul here, after talking about the works of the flesh, he says, but the fruit of the Spirit is, praise God. Hallelujah. We know that fruits are not manufactured, but it is produced, praise God. In manufacturing, there is effort in the producing of fruit. All that is required is the branch abide in that wine. Praise God. When we abide in Him and His words abide in us, we become fruitful Christians. Praise God. When we yield ourselves to His spirit the indwelling spirit and a submissive of our spirit praise god causes the fruit to be produced in our lives praise god in a world where there is so much effort being placed so much effort being put to produce things praise god a christian who lives In Christ, Christ living in him, praise God, brings forth fruit for the glory of God. (coughs) Last week, the week before, we talked about different kinds of fruit. And we brought the life of Joseph to reflect how those fruits reflected and how those fruits were being poured out from his life. Today we want to look at what Paul is saying. The fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Praise God. Nine fruit, one fruit, nine branches of the same fruit. Praise God. And you can knock it down into three of trees. Praise God. You can call it the grace of emotion, which is attached to our feeling, love, joy, and peace. The grace of attitude, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And the grace of emotion, praise God, attached grace of attitude, which is what? Faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Grace of emotion, love, joy, peace. Grace of act, grace of relationship, patience, kindness, goodness. Grace of attitude, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Praise God. We want to touch about love this morning. Well, God God is love. Praise God. God is love. Praise God. And it's not just talk, but God has exhibited his love. God has demonstrated his love. In this world where there is so much talk about love, the love of God is demonstrated on the cross of Calvary. God reaches out to us in love. Praise God. And not only God is love, what has he done? He has shed He has poured or shed abroad his love in our hearts by the outpouring of his Holy Spirit, praise God. So the spirit that is poured upon our lives, the spirit that indwells us, it's a spirit of what? It's a spirit of love. Praise God. Paul says it's not a spirit of fear or timidity, but it's a spirit of love, power, and sound mind. Praise God. So the spirit of love in us, God who is loved, The spirit of God which is within us is a spirit of love that works within us, helps and enables us to produce the fruit, number one, love. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, we who have experienced the love of God, we who have experienced the love of God in our lives are experienced expected to exhibit the love of God. Praise God. Now how do you exhibit the love of God? It is not enough For God, he makes it very clear in the scripture. It is not enough that that we become recipients of love. We have become the recipients of love. We are experiencing his love. It is not enough that we experience his love, but he wants us to exhibit that love. And how do you exhibit that love? You exhibit that love by your expressions of love. So we who have experienced love ought to love God and that is not enough. The words of Jesus say, we ought to love God and we ought to love, love others, our fellow beings, neighbors, yes, praise God. So one ought to lead to the other. Christian life cannot be stagnant, Christian life cannot be dormant, Christian life cannot be just simply being in one place. If you've experienced the love of God in your life and the spirit of God abides within you, praise God, there ought to be an exhibition of love. Experience should lead to exhibition. Exhibition should lead to expression. Praise God. The expression of love towards God. How do you express your love towards God? How do you do it? Praise God. Huh? Worship. Praise. Praise God. When you come in the presence of God, you show him your love and your adoration. Praise God. When you give him the praise, Jesus says, if you love me... You shall keep my commandments. Praise God. So being obedient to him and to his word and to his spirit causes the expression of love to flow towards him. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. When was the last time you told him, Lord, I love you? When was the last time you told him, I love you, Lord? Praise God. Hallelujah. In your prayer, in your devotion, when you're worshiping, tell him, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. May that become an expression that flows from our heart. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with all of your what? Praise God. Well, he gave himself up. Praise God. And what does he expect from us is not little love, not partial love, but all. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor. Turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, neighbor. He wants it all. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you're going to love him, love him with all. All of your heart, mind, soul, strength. Give it all to him because he's worthy. Praise God. Hallelujah. Experience should lead to exhibition. Exhibition should lead to expression. Praise God. When you exhibit that love, praise God. It ought to be a true, authentic expression of love. You can exhibit any way you want. Praise God pour your heart before him tell him i love you jesus i went once i went to a crusade and in that crusade there was worship going on and they were singing about the love of god and out of nowhere a person came out ran up to the altar the altars were not open the minister had not given an altar call but the person was moved by the love of god in the through that song and that person could not stand still came to the altar and started you not doing what? What do you think? Huh? Praise God. Expressed his love. Started singing and started making moves and dancing before the Lord. The way the person was dancing it was as if someone was standing with him. Praise God. It's a spontaneous to tell you how you want to express your love to Jesus. Praise God. It has to flow from the depth of your heart. You want to scream, you can scream. You want to lift your hands, you can lift your head. You want to jump, you can jump. You want to stay silent and tell him I love you. That's good enough. Praise God. Hallelujah. But there has to be an exhibition and an expression of love towards him. Praise God. Hallelujah. It doesn't end there. What God expects is that that love that we have experienced should flow. Praise God. It should flow upwards. And it should flow around us. Praise God. And there ought to be an exhibition and an expression of love towards upwards. And there has to be an exhibition and an expression of love around us. Praise God. Hallelujah. How have you been exhibiting and expressing your love towards your fellow beings? Praise God. It could be a kind word. It could be a loving word. But don't stop with words. Move forward. Love should find action. Love should find action. And it should be exhibited. Praise God. You can reach out to people around you. There are people who are needy. There are people who are hurting. There are people who are going through various issues in their lives. Your words, your small action, your expression can bring forth love and healing in them. Hallelujah. And that has to flow not only within the confines of the church. It does not just simply stay within the confines of your church. It has to go out. Whether you are reaching out to someone who is a refugee, whether you're reaching out to someone who is out there in the world, reaching out to someone who is going through the hardship of hurricane or going through various hardships around the world, you have, you and I have been called to become the expression of love. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And be deliberate about it. Be spontaneous and be deliberate about it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Don't just be confined to what you are used to. As your mind expands, allow God to expand your horizons, your outlook. You will see that love would cross boundaries. It will cross boundaries of race. It will cross boundaries of religion. It will cross boundaries of status. It will cross boundaries. Every boundary that man has set. Praise God. Hallelujah. We thanked the Lord years ago when we had an opportunity to go to Africa. And we as a church started a small school there. That was an expression Lord, we want to reach out. We want to break the barriers. We are not used to, Lord, but here we are. We want to break the barrier. And just as much as we care for our children, we want to reach out to those who are destitute, those who, are, those who do not have what you and I take for granted. Touch them with love in action. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So love has to to go upwards and sideways. Paul writing to the Philippines. Can you put up Philippines 1, verse 9? He goes like this. I want you to read that verse. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more. Hello. Praise God. Love has to what? Love has to what? Love has to what? Abound. Praise God. Not only express experience, not only exhibit, not only express, it has to abound more and more. If it has to find channels, it has to overflow. And Paul's prayer for the Philippians is that that love would what? Abound. More and more. Tell your neighbor, man, I am ready for that abounding love. Pray for me that I do have that abounding love. How's your love tank? How's your love tank? Empty, dry, full, overflowing. Oh, praise God. Amen. Well, that's what God wants. He wants us to abound in love. Praise God. Now look what Paul is praying. He's saying that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all discernment. Praise God. So love, experience it. Exhibit it, express it, it has to abound, and it doesn't just simply abound, it has to abound in what? In knowledge, praise God. In knowledge, what knowledge? What knowledge? Epignosis? What knowledge? Knowledge, the true knowledge of God, of Christ. What are we talking about? We are talking about love. But true love is not defined by the world. When the world tries to define L-O-V-E, it's all messed up. If you want to know what love is, you have to look to the author of love. God is Praise God. So Paul is saying, your love should abound more and more and more. And it should what? It should be what? It should find knowledge. Praise God. In other words, you and I should be introduced, exposed to. To love the kind of love that the Bible talks about. In other words, you define love. You look at love. You explain love. You love love. You exhibit love after understanding what true love is. Because God is. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. He doesn't end there. He said what? He says what? Praise God. Yet more and more in knowledge and in all discernment. Praise God. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, I need the discerning love. Tell your neighbor, I need discerning love. Praise God. If you, what is this discerning love? What is this discerning love? What is discerning love? Well, what is discernment? What is discernment? What is discernment? What is discernment? Application of knowledge between, to know between right and wrong, good and evil, good and the best. Praise God. Hallelujah. We cannot carry the tainted kind of love that the world, the culture, the trend, the facts, and the fashion depicts before us and adapt from that love and think that is what love is and live thinking that is what love is. True love as God is love. Our love has to abound in knowledge and in discernment. Praise God. In other words, praise God. Love should find expression. Love should find exhibition, but it has to be based on the foundation of true knowledge, which is God and Christ. Love that emits From God who is love, understanding, defining, explaining, living love after understanding what love is in the light of the word of God. Helps us to know, praise God, discern between the right kind of love and the wrong kind. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Ah. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. One translation says judgment. The other says discernment. Praise God. In other words, the love that we experience, the spirit that we have should help us to discern Praise God. Does discrimination and love go together? It's diabolically opposed to each other. But the word of God teaches us to discern love. We have to come to the place where we are able to discern between right and wrong, between good and evil, between what is acceptable to God and what is unacceptable to God. It's not based on the fads and the trend of the culture. It should be based on the word of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, the world will say a lot of things. Praise God. The world will say, well, if you are a true believer of Jesus Christ, you cannot judge or you cannot discriminate or you cannot discern. I'm not talking about discrimination and discerning from a wrong, from a bad perspective, but the ability to judge and to know what is right and what is wrong in the light of God's word. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some people get all bent out of shape when someone talks to them about their life, their lifestyle. Praise God about their doctrines. It says, hey, wait a minute. Aren't you supposed to love people? Aren't you supposed to express love? Aren't you supposed to live out that love? Yes. But your love and my love has to be defined by the epitome of love, which is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Hallelujah. What do you think? Jesus is a lover of our souls. His love is perfect love. His love is an extreme kind of love. His love is sacrificial love. But that did not stop Jesus from correcting people. That did not stop Jesus from rebuking people. Oh, what do you think? Jesus always just used sweet words, slurpy words, honeycombed words. Matthew chapter 23. See how hard he was on the Pharisees. But pastor, that was the Pharisees. Well, look at the disciples. At times he was so hard on the disciples. The one that he handpicked after praying all night. He said, you can't follow my teaching. You can go as the others have left. No compromise. Oh, wow. Praise God. We take out of context what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7 verse 1. Judge not so that you be. But you scroll down what Jesus said. He said what? Do not cast your. Don't cast the holy things before the dogs and before the swine. What is was he talking about? Was he talking about literally dogs and swines? What do you think? You think Jesus was talking about dogs and swines? No, he was talking about nature of dogs and swines. What is that? What is the nature of a dog? What's the nature of a dog? Huh? What's the nature of a dog, guys? What's the nature of a dog? Huh? Huh? Ah. Dog goes back to its... In other words, Jesus is saying, don't cast your holy things before people who keep doing the same thing over and again and again and again. What they have cast out of their life, they're going to pick it back again. Swines. How many of you like bacon? Bacon, you like bacon? How many of you like ham? Nobody like ham? How many of you like bologna sandwich? Nobody? Oh, everybody's very health-conscious now. Yeah. Next Saturday is Sunday school anniversary. We're going to put some bacon out there. I want to see whether it's going to go or not. <laughs> you know what they call it? They call pork meat the other white meat. Did you know that? They call it the other white meat. Well, anyway, that's not our our topic. See, I was getting carried away. Does that tell you whether I like it or not? Well Uncleanness. Don't throw your pearls before the swine. Why? Because they will what? They will trample on it. Jesus said, Beware of false prophets for they come in the form of wolves but they are what listen so sheep who are the sheep us we are the sheep so christ is saying that we need to have discernment to discern to discern the right sheep and embrace that right sheep discern the sheep in the the wolf in the sheep clothing and avoid them. You need what? Discernment. See, the discernment is not to do the bad. The discernment is not to do the evil, but the discernment is to avoid the evil. In our decisions, in our choices, in what we do in our lives, our love ought to find discernment. When you read Paul's epistle, we understand that it's part of maturity. It's part of Christian maturity. Praise God. Take an infant. What does the infant do? You know, it does not know the difference between what is edible and what is, what is inedible. So what does the infant do? Put everything where? In the mouth. That's how some Christians are they put everything in the mouth praise god because they have not they are not in a place where they can discern the good from the bad the good from the evil praise that what is good and yet what is best them. So what is it that God expects from us? That even as we produce that fruit of love, that that love will find expression, it will find exhibition, that that love will continue to abound and that love will be based on true knowledge. Our love will be defined and determined by the love of God, love of Christ, and we will have the discernment Praise God. Tell your neighbor, discern your love. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. We don't only, we not only discern love, our discernment ought to be loving discernment. Praise God. How we discern matters. Praise God. It ought to be. Loving discernment. Shall we rise up before the Lord? We're going to conclude. All eyes closed. Praise God. Love, joy, peace. Love upwards. Love inwards. Experience the love of God. Respond to his love upwards. And let the love find exhibition around you. But the love should be based on true knowledge. Based on God who is love. And that love should find discernment. Would you ask the Lord, Lord, help me to love? But give me the discernment also, Lord. As the love increases within me, as it continues to abound, may my love be rooted in the source of love which is Jesus himself let it be rooted in the spirit of God which is the spirit of love and may it find discernment so that my choices will be right praise God hallelujah Thank you, Jesus.